All right, this week we are jumping into a uh, very intense and artistic and intentional film that deals with sanity, reality, mythology, sexuality, masculinity. Uh, it's a very intense film starring Willem Dafoe and Mark Pattinson. I, of course, am talking about Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse. Powerhouse performances, unique and artistic direction, and a lot of symbolism and hidden meanings um, that we shall discuss. That's all good and well. Yes. Hunter. Mm-hmm. But the question we need to answer is, but is the lighthouse good? Let's find out. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, who, who, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to episode 77 of But Is a Good Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson. And with us, as always, is Whiskers, Queen Elizabeth. Callahan dash Olson, or if Hunter's saying it, it's Olson dash Callahan, <laughs> the third whiskey. Uh, should we talk about her first, or we gotta save that for whiskey shots? Okay. Alrighty. Do we want to do whiskey shots first? Because uh, we can do that. I mean, it's a really important, it's a really it heavy thing. Yeah. Um. Damn it. Sorry, that's my email. It's okay. Um. So we. Oh, she wants belly rub. You, you speak, and I'll rub her belly. We can do whiskey shots first. Um. This is a very. It's a. We're just gonna. This is part of housekeeping too. Um. We felt like it was uh, time to let everybody know. It's just not, this is a very sad beginning to this episode, and I apologize. Um, but we do have some bad news about whiskey. She was diagnosed with an injection site sarcoma uh, this past week at her consultation, um, which for anybody who doesn't know, for uh, cats, it's a type of cancer that is very aggressive, and um, it's pretty much all but guaranteed to return mm-hmm. if removed, and it comes back... Uh, Quite aggressively, so um, I've had some good cries yeah. the past couple of days. So we are going to do what we can. Mm-hmm. We still are kind of talking about the, I guess, our approach. It is very expensive. It would uh, include surgery and radiation and multiple rounds of radiation and that kind of stuff. And so, and the surgery would be v- pretty tough on her body. So we're just kind of discussing things and figuring things out. But that being said, at this moment, she is perfectly fine. She's happy. Feels she's great. Comfortable. Um, she does have a big old mass on her side, but she's still moving about. Yeah. Well, um, so that's it. Sucks. Are you looking that at suck. it? Yeah, I was looking at it. <laughs> there's. I can't thing. tell if it's like a scab. Or yeah, there's some sort of scab on there. If she's been like just, I think it's just, just licking, licking you know? at it. But she's purring. She's in no pain at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll keep you guys updated on how she's doing. Uh, there you go. She's licking it. She's licking it. Yeah. Um, so it it really is a bummer. It just straight up yeah. sucks, to be honest with you. Um, she's supposed to be a little girl. <laughs> and she's only nine. So she's had a good life, but she's, you know, still. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. But she um, is here. And so we wanted to get that out of the way. So anybody, if you, you know thoughts with or with with whiskey, that's obviously appreciated. 
Uh, but she says the show must go on. She does. And uh, so here we go. That it shall. Do you want to do a theme song now? Or should we do like whiskey shots later? We can do whiskey shots later. Whiskey shots. That was okay. like the... The like abridged version? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, she's looking at us saying get back to work. Yeah. <coughs> so we shall. Um, She's tapping her watch. Yeah. Zach, how are you? I'm good. Yep. Good. Went to a wedding yesterday. Yep. It was fun. Danced. Uh, uh, Alec. Danced, he's, a, yes. he's, he's a friend of the podcast. Yes. Uh, the, I got married. Congrats the to Alec. The toths. The toths. Um, glad you had fun. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a good time. Yeah, good deal. Danced the night away. Ate some Waffle House. Nice. I'm a little jealous having Waffle House in all the time. I might go tomorrow with Hollis. It was open bar. It was like as many Jack and Cokes as I wanted. Nice. Ah, you great. know, I, me and Hannah went to dinner last night. Mm-hmm. Um Without Hollis, my, yeah. my parents had Hollis, and I had like a drink, and mm-hmm. I was like almost drunk. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I had, I had like a, I had a mule. Okay. I had a, I had a Kentucky mule, and I was just like, "Woo, man!" Yeah, that was fun though. I had a good time. Um, I had before the wedding because they like we were, the groomsmen were like in our in our little room. Yeah. And uh, we had like a little cooler of beer and stuff. I had, th- I think I had three beers before the wedding, and then it was open mic or. <laughs> Oh damn! I would no, love was, to have seen that. It's not <laughs> open mic. It was open bar. Um, so like right after the the ceremony, uh, I started drinking a little bit. I think I had five, five Jack and Cokes. Whoa! But then, but then that's awesome. So I was, I was a little, you know, yeah, I was a little. I was feeling. I it. love it. But then we tell me that picture of Zelda and Link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perspective fi- yes. picture. Uh, but we danced for like three. Three and a half hours. Yeah. And I sweated so much. Yeah. I was stone cold sober. You were sober <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's so it was a, like the perfect mix. That's a good you know? way. That's fun. I'm glad you had fun. It was Tight. a good time. Um, cool. I don't have anything else. Let me think. Uh, happy Father's Day. This is Father's Day, that day of, of this recording. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Because you are one. That is true. It's my second, my second one, technically. The first one, I guess, counts. He was like two weeks old. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you. Yes. Happy Father's Day to all the, all the dads out there. Uh, I thought you were saying your second child, and I was thinking, who? No, and then uh, <laughs> the day of this release will be Juneteenth, so, or is that today? I think Juneteenth's today. It is, yes, that's right. Juneteenth is... It threw me off, June because 19th. I'm off tomorrow, and I was like, wait a second, Juneteenth, you are mm-hmm. right. So happy Father's Day and Juneteenth. Um, it is June 19th. Yes. It is Juneteenth. All right, cool. Uh, cool. We'll be ready to jump in. We have uh, quite a film, a film that we've been waiting to do. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. A film that and I'm excited to It did discuss. not disappoint. No. <clears throat> so we're doing The Lighthouse. Everybody, uh, buckle up. Um, any other housekeeping? I don't think we have anything else. Um, I think the house is well kept. Unlike The Lighthouse. Unlike The Lighthouse. Cool. Let's uh, let's get started. So, Zach, um, spoiler free in a couple of brief sentences. Okay. What were your first thoughts and reactions? Two to sentences, or can I have three sentences? You can have three, I guess. Okay. You, can have, you can have as many as you need within reason. No, no, no. Let's do three sentences. Is it a challenge? Yeah. All right. Three sentences. Okay. What is your first reaction to the lighthouse? First sentence. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Okay. Um, no, this film left me with a sense of horror. Yep. Glee, mm-hmm. and just like complete befuddlement yeah. and amazement yeah. like all wrapped into one felt like yeah. felt like I'm Taylor Swift and I'm happy free confused and lonely at the same time kind of thing yes. you know yeah. so that was sentence two okay okay sentence three I feel like I could study the yeah. themes and the mythology and all the little symbolism in this film for a long time 
and there would still be more to like pick up on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And at the same time, it's super artistic and just. Uh, the, you think sh- about the shots the, are so. What do you think about the uh, the format? Like the I I don't think it's it's not four three. It's technically like one. The the ratio is one nineteen to one is the framing. Okay. But it, it no, looks, it, was, it was great. It looks like four three. Um, it was great. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. Yeah. So, um, your turn. Uh, I um, this movie. I, I think I said earlier. Okay, this is the, the sentence one. Sentence one is what the fuck. <laughs> okay. So I'll I'll do <laughs> that. Uh, sentence two would be this movie challenged me more than a film has in a long time. Okay. Like, um. Uh. I think of like everything everywhere all at once challenged me, mm-hmm. but like I was able to kind of also just like really enjoy it. And yeah. this movie, like I was like focused. See, that's interesting because I was really, we, I won't go into any spoilers, but there were certain points where something really intense would happen and I laughed. <laughs> Wait, in this movie? Yeah. Really? But not in like a, not in like a, this is ridiculous kind of way, just like a holy shit. Yeah, oh, that yeah, happened yeah, 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 kind yeah. of way. There you were know? times where I was like, "What has happened?" But I was uh-huh. really like, "This movie challenged me a lot." Yeah. Um, and I also just think everything was just everyone was on their A game. I think this was okay. Uh, and then sentence three, I guess, would be, uh, I have to your point after this movie w- was over, I researched it for like two days straight. Yeah. And I was blown away, and it made the movie. 10 times better for mm-hmm. me after reading about like what everything was and what he meant because right. a lot of it I um, was like okay I, I kind of see where he's going with I kind of get what what's happening mm-hmm. um, but a lot of it also was like this is so specific I don't know what yeah. this is and then learning about like what a lot of there's one shot that you sent me and you were like, what a shot. And I sent you a reference. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what it is. Right. And those things made it so much better to me. Yeah. Uh, like w- the myths behind it where I was like, this is just master, master storytelling mm-hmm. and direction. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, we did the Northman a, a few weeks ago and now we're doing the lighthouse. Uh, Robert Eggers is in his 30s, and I'm just so excited yeah. oh, <laughs> for dude. more more of his movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, <sighs> we should watch The Witch. <laughs> yeah. I've heard The Witch is intense, though. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, um, I think that was her first movie. Yeah. That she well, was it was in. his debut, too. Yeah. Robert Eggers' first debut. Um, we should add that to our list. Mm-hmm. Soon. Uh, yeah. Soon, soon. Um, anyway, cool. Uh, you know time it is? It's time for a movie in a minute. I gotta set up the microphone. Movie in a minute. Gotta set up the camera. Movie in a minute. Okay, it's almost set up, yeah. This is where we talk about a movie in 60 seconds. No oh, more, yeah. no less, don't be a bitch. This is where we talk <laughs> about a movie in 60 seconds. No more, no less, don't be a bitch. Movie in a minute. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like, can you hear me? Microphones, <laughs> <laughs> hear me? I feel like you channeled like some Kendrick there. N- Okay. Just because, just the way you said the word bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's not what I was going for, but uh-huh. I have been listening to a lot of uh, King Kenny recently. Dude, his last album was incredible. Yeah, it was really good. Anyway, I think I'm ready. As it always is. I think I'm ready. Make sure I'm framed okay. up. Okay. You're good uh, to go. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing my best. All right, here we go. This uh, is. Let me restart recording. Love you, Whiskey. She's like, she'll be back. She'll be back. Okay. Probably about something done on this. She'll be back. The Lighthouse. (sighs) Movie in a minute. In three, two, 
one go. Okay, we uh, it's the 1890s. Um, we meet uh, Ephraim Winslow and Thomas Wake. Uh, they arrive at this island to take care of this lighthouse for four weeks. Um, they're taking care of it. Uh, Thomas Wake is like this seasoned vet and he's like, only I take care of the light. You can't see it. And so Ephraim does like all the grunt work. Um, he starts having these like waking dreams. He sees a mermaid, sees a guy like a body floating in the water amongst logs. Um, and then, you know, they don't really get along. He's very different. Anyway, uh, Time goes by, <clears throat> they miss their like boat to rescue them. This big storm comes because he he kills a seagull. He starts losing his mind, starts questioning reality, and and then you know they start. It just gets more and more volatile, and then they start like fighting. Uh, <clears throat> the relationship is just kind of strained. Anyway, eventually he kills uh, he kills Thomas Wake, uh, and then he goes up to the top of the lighthouse, opens the light, and it drives him insane, and he falls to his death, and he's being eaten alive by birds. That was. Wonderful. Whew. Thank you very much. That was my best. What? was my best. That was, your, that, that was your best. I mean, that was the best one ever. Yeah. Each one is the best one ever. <clears throat> the hell are you I've already mentioned about? that uh, Ephraim Winslow is actually also named Thomas Howard. Mm-hmm. That's that. All right. <clears throat> so we got a couple. That's the sound of me rubbing my hands together. I didn't say spoilers, but spoilers. It's movie's three years old, so... Got a couple wikis going to the lighthouse. Let's talk what? about it. What? Need some like music. Yeah. Couple wikis. Yeah. yeah. Couple wikis going to the lighthouse. All right. <clears throat> for a month. So how do you want to approach this? Um, I feel like we can. Ap- you did a lot of research. So I want <laughs> you said <laughs> I don't know. I don't so know. <laughs> matter matter of factly, you did a lot of research. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna lead this discussion. All right. Wherever you want to go, if you want to talk about a thing and then talk about its reference and talk about why that is significant, or if you just want to go through, and I don't know. Okay, so it's it's sort of tough to kind of go through this chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can to an extent, but she's back. <laughs> she was like clawing underneath it. Hey, baby, come on. Um, love you. Uh. I thought their relationship was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I first off, the performances by Pattinson and Defoe are just lights out. They're essentially yeah. the only ones in this movie. There's a couple of extras at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and then there's the guy who plays the actual Ephraim Winslow for like two seconds. Two seconds. He never has a line, and then there's the mermaid. mermaid. Um, um, it's it's an Oedipal relationship. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. There's so much like Greek mythology yeah. in this. What does that mean, an edible um, relationship? Honey? Uh, I actually you? researched that. Let me go find it again. Can you explain that? It's about like for our listeners. This thought. <coughs> excuse me. This thought. <coughs> this thought of like. It's about this thought um, of like wanting to. I think it's like a of a Freudian philosophy or theory. Well, it's based on the the like myth of Oedipus, right? Okay, I'm thinking of a different thing then. Um, I mean, it is it is like Sigmund Freud talked about. Okay, because there's a theory of like wanting to kill your father. an Oedipus complex. Yeah, but like yeah, wanting to kill your father. Right, but it's it's like a um, a discontent or like a strained relationship between a son and their father. Yes. And in this movie, uh, uh, Ephraim Winslow, who we find out is actually Thomas Howard, correct? Yes. Um, has an edible fixation on Willem Dafoe's character, Thomas Wake. Yes. Uh, so it so is, it's like uh, throughout the film, he's more and more wanting the 
admiration, but he also like loathes this man. Yes. Right. Yes. So, anyways, the Oedipus complex is a phase of life uh, when a young boy, which he hates his father, and this also says wishes to have sex with his mother. That's kind of interesting. That's not in this movie. It's not in this movie. Um, but that is what the Oedipus complex is. <coughs> but, but you know, you know about the, like the the myth of Oedipus. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. But so their relationship is so fascinating because like they oscillate between like just hatred mm-hmm. and then like companionship, camaraderie. Camaraderie. At one point, they almost make out. They almost. There's like homoeroticism in this mm-hmm. movie that's very, very heavily leaned into. A lot of phallic imagery in the lighthouse. That's intentional, and it's it's meant to challenge and expose toxic masculinity. The idea of like what it means to be masculine mm-hmm. <clears throat> amongst like there are two men trapped on an island together in a room essentially, and what is that going to look like? Uh, and Willem Dafoe is this like very superstitious flamboyant almost kind of character who's also possibly a liar. Yeah. You know, was he actually, uh, a, you know, a sailor who knows? And right. then talks like one, talks like one and looks like one. And he's very much like guarded of this light. And then Pattinson looks like he smells like one. Yeah. Winslow slash Howard is more like, I'm just going to, going to go do my own thing. Like, going right. to just do my work and I work hard and that's going to live a quiet life. But he's also got secrets, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he let someone die that is hinted at being just straight up murder, you know? Well, yeah. <clears throat> it could be questioned. I guess it could be like gross negligence or something. Yeah. Um, but there's this idea. But yeah, that so I, w- I would call that murder. Amongst research that I've done, <clears throat> and then we can kind of get into the, how the film portrays it and how it does its job. Mm-hmm. So, um, Willem Dafoe's character is modeled after something uh, uh, called, not something, but a. I don't know if he's a god, but uh, some someone called Proteus. Proteus, okay. have you heard of Proteus before? Uh, I've heard the name. Proteus is like, he's like a sea god. He kind yeah. of is like the main right-hand man of like Poseidon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go on like Wikipedia and stuff or just look him up, there's like an ancient uh, illustration that shows him, you know, bearded, long hair, uh, and he has like, his tail end is like an octopus right. serpent type thing. Which we see which Thomas Wake. Whether or not it's true or not, but mm-hmm. Ephraim has visions of Thomas Wake as, as a, like an octopus creature. Right. And then one part he has like he has like uh coral like barnacles and stuff. Like, like barnacles. I think it's cockle shells. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, like it's all over his body and yeah. stuff. <clears throat> and so that's kind of who he was. Model after. I went to speak and just like cough, dryness happened. Can I ask you a question? So there's one point where um, Ephraim uh, slash Tom is looking up into the the lighthouse chamber, you know, that's like locked. Yes. And he sees like a Slytherin little snake. Is that. I thought it was like an octopus tentacle. Okay. Yeah. It was something Slytherin, you know. Yeah. That That was meant to be. The first hint at like him. What is? Yeah, I thought that was like another creature in there with with Thomas Wake. So it was like that was Thomas Wake is what you're saying. And also, just so everyone knows, like we're gonna be we're adults here. We're gonna be talking about some acts that they did. Like we're not we're not gonna be child like children about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, Thomas Wake was was masturbating Mm -hmm. in the light, and we see like 
coming through the the graded floor like ejaculate and stuff and then mm-hmm. like this giant ooze comes out and you're like what the hell yeah and he looks up and he's like a he, squid he inked he's he he inked he inked yeah and it's this fascinating thing because that act in the light right it's interesting because the lighthouse is very phallic right and Edgar has even said like it's tended to be a giant penis mm-hmm. it just is but also think about it light is revealing yes but also wake always refers to the light as she sure the lighthouse as she yeah and so there's this interesting like like sexual and like sort of connotation and relationship with the lighthouse yeah with Ephraim, it's the mermaid and the mermaid like token thing Mm-hmm. And then for Thomas Wake, it's this light, and it's this because he's up there like naked, yeah. like standing in the light, you know. Um, it's just fascinating. It is fascinating. It's fascinating. Can we talk, anyway, can we talk about the mermaid? Yes, briefly. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, not briefly. In a minute. Okay. Uh, so he's Proteus, <laughs> and then uh, Ephraim is. Prometheus and they've been it's been some aspects have been like kind of molded and fixed for the story which is mm-hmm. what they do but Pro- Prometheus <clears throat> the legend of him was he stole fire from the gods and gave it to man mm-hmm. and Zeus being the asshole that he was right. his punishment was that he would be alive he would uh, have his innards and his liver plucked out by by, by eagles mm-hmm. but he's immortal so he, he can never die so for, for all eternity he has this bird eating him alive and he can never die does it like replenish? Yeah. So like every day his liver grows back, yeah. and then the bird comes it's back. Crazy. And he, yeah. So that's that's the myth, and that's how the movie literally ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he's being buried alive, uh, Thomas Wake gives him like a Promethean curse, mm-hmm. and it and it comes comes to pass. And you can kind of see it as like, <clears throat> you know, Ephraim is trying to steal the fire, the light, yeah, from Thomas. All these things, and when he gets it. And he gains all this knowledge, you know, because that's like when he goes fully insane, yeah, and, and is like paralyzed. It, well, like in in the in the myth of of uh, Prometheus, mm-hmm. the fire isn't just fire; it's fire, but it's also knowledge and it's power and it's all okay. these things. And so he gains all that, and it drives him absolutely insane. Yeah. Anyway, it's been twenty minutes, so we can move on. <laughs> but those are like these myths that like are the backbone of this movie, mm-hmm. and it's just so fascinating. It is extremely it's fascinating. So fascinating. Anyway, the mermaid. So the the figurine that he had, it's like he knew it was in the bed. I was I I almost thought he had been there before. Right, I and did like as well. Put it there. Did you do any research on this? Uh, no, I didn't see anything about that. In do you here. think he just saw the cut and was just like, maybe. let me pull and stuff maybe, out of this? Maybe cut. he like felt something in there. Maybe. Um, but the 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 figurine, he's like fixated on it, like he's yeah. obsessed with it until he's not anymore. Um. Yeah, I'm looking them up. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, it's interesting because like uh, he he finds this this figurine and he's just like it it could be seen as like this he's this this lust right he's lusting after for a, a woman you know he yeah he's stuck on an island with a man like just him it could be that simple sure but also it could be <clears throat> you know is it the sea that's luring him him out is it a siren you mm-hmm. know like he like uh wake speaks of sirens you know and she screams like a siren she does scream um, like, the scream sounds like a siren so is it is it a beautiful like 
lustful thing or is it a fear? Is it I think horror? it's both. Because um, I think it, it, it draws, the, the siren draws you in with her beauty. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. You know, like think of. And then you are like, I of, am afraid. Of the Odyssey. Like that's how mm-hmm. they, no one's ever gotten through that pass because the sirens draw yeah. ships in and they crash. Um, so it, it, it is definitely this like being drawn to his death, essentially. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but also like this this strong lust and this like sexuality that's very present in this movie because there's a scene where he has sex with the mermaid which i didn't know how was possible how that would be well, possible well they make it very obvious about yeah, how it's they, possible yeah they they give you all the imagery you need to yes um which is interesting because like whether it's real or not mm-hmm. like he would need a way to do that sure but like what is he who is who is he having sex with in that moment? Is it... Oh, he was masturbating in the shed. Well, no, I know that. I'm saying, like, figuratively. Because in that sequence... The guy that the guy that he let die... There's flashes of the lighthouse, of the mm-hmm. ocean, of the the back of the head of the actual Ephraim Winslow who mm-hmm. died. Um, <clears throat> and then he gets, like, upset. He gets, like, angry. He, like... He's, like, this primal scream. And he's, like, crying, and he, like... Smashes and the then he breaks the thing and he mm-hmm. like crawls towards it. It's really like visceral and like yeah. I don't know. It's just very interesting. And that's but that's that's like also on his like he's starting to kind of downturn. Yeah, I think the downturn started when he <sighs> beat the shit out of oh, that seagull. My God, dude! So <sighs> don't was, never kill a seagull. It's bad luck. It's bad luck because it's the which is interesting because that seagull had one eye. Did it? Yes, it had no. one eye. And then what did he find later in the in the crab trap? A man with one eye. The, the, head, the head of a, of the, of a one-eyed man. What seems to be Wake's past wiki, mm-hmm. who he said, like, lost his mind or whatever. But in right. reality, it sounds like it looks like he killed him. Yeah. So was that was that his spirit reincarnated? Was that the bird that he killed? And he, dude, that was that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. That was one of the moments where I... I laughed a little bit because yeah. I was just like oh my god he's yeah. still slamming this seagull corpse and <clears throat> there's the weird scenes where like and that was done without a stunt double what do you mean that was a seagull no it wasn't That's, that would be a violation of laws true uh, you're right uh, they're in international <laughs> waters though oh uh, yeah um, there's a scene where like I jest where's like the that seagull like confronts uh, Thomas Howard what name should we call him Let's do Tom and Wake. Okay. Tom is Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Wake, Wake is, is Defoe. Defoe. And Tom is like confronted by the seagull. Yeah. And he can't get him to move. And we see Wake watching him. Yeah. And he mentions, he's like, I saw you. Scuffle with the. Yeah, scuffle with that bird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he just loses it. And then he just like, I mean, it's awful to watch. <laughs> he's just like. He grabs the bird by the neck just and like snaps it, right? Slams it. Slams it. Oh, into it was the dead the first time because it broke yeah. his neck. Yeah. And then just like slams it against his rock for like two minutes. And there's spatter everywhere. It's gross. It, it is tough. Tough to watch. Intense. Uh, but that is sort of like the winds change and the storms coming, mm-hmm. and so that's like the beginning of. We the end. see the wind literally change like the seconds after yeah. that, right? Yeah. It like stops to a dead still, and then it just changes the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but we started getting little hints about like maybe things aren't what they seem. So they're waiting for the for the ferry or whatever to come mm-hmm. pick him up. The um, 
You got her up. Love you, whiskey. Uh, and um, the wedding in the rain doesn't come. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the next day, the storm's bad, and he's like, it got to the rations, it got to the food. And so they go, like, dig up this thing, and they're talking about, like, rations or whatever. It's just alcohol. It is just alcohol. But, like, Wake is sort of freaking out, right? Because he's mm-hmm. like, we're going to run out of food, we're going to ration and stuff. And Tom is like, it's been one day. Right. And then Wake's like... No, it hasn't. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. It's been weeks since we missed our boat. And I was, that, that that's what I was just like, oh, God, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And it does... What do you think of, like, how it portrays the gaslighting? Like, who's right? What? Oh, I'm I don't know who's like, right. I have no idea who's so right. It's so effective. <clears throat> because the movie is from Tom's... Per- like, we're experiencing yes. the film yeah. from Tom's perspective. Yeah. She's back. <laughs> Needy little thing. Yeah. You're lucky you own this place, Whiskey. Yeah, no. Come on, baby. All right, continue. Um, the movie's from Tom's per- perspective, mm-hmm. and so we're led to believe that everything that he experiences would be accurate, yeah. but at the same time, he's seeing uh, Ephraim like, floating in the water with all the yeah. logs around him, and he gets pulled into that, and there's a siren under the water, and that, that was a dream. Yep. And then we get more mermaid imagery yep. that was also a dream and so it, it does make you think that maybe time significant time has passed right yeah so i don't know what do you think i don't know i just think it's such it's so well done because <coughs> there's parts where even like tom tries to gaslight wake right you know about like oh like you weren't actually a slave like all these things and it's so hard to follow like who's playing what game because then then Tom starts drinking mm-hmm. after saying that he doesn't drink. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> they just spiral. And then, you know, they're singing and dancing. And then there was like one, like one scene where it's like. Uh, the cooking scene? The cooking. Man, that's crazy. That. And his dialogue, oh, his, his that monologue, monologue was <sighs> crazy. It was so good. I have it pulled up. Really? It's it's so good. <coughs> so he's like, you, "You're gonna read it." You, you like my lobster, don't you? <laughs> he's like, and he's so broken. He's like, uh-huh. "But but at least you like my lobster." Like, yeah, like my lobster. you're fond of me, lobster. Say it, say yeah. it. You know. And he's like, "I don't have to say anything." And wakes like, "Damn ye, let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow. Hark, <laughs> hark, Triton, hark." Do you want me to read the whole thing? Yeah, sure, go for it. It's long. Um, Bellow, bid our father the sea king rise from the depths, full of foul in his fury, black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with pungent slime, to choke ye, engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with bilge and brine and can scream no more. Only when he, crowned in cockle shells with slithering tentacle tail and steaming beard, take up his fell befinned arm, his coral-tine trident screeches banshee-like in the tempest and plunges right through your gullet, bursting ye, a bulging bladder no more, but a blasted bloody film now, and nothing for the harpies and the souls of dead sailors to peck and claw and feed upon, only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself, forgotten to any man, to any time, forgotten to any god or devil, forgotten even to the sea, for any stuff for part of Winslow, 
even any scantling of your soul is Winslow no more, but is now itself the sea. That's what I'm going to say to my enemies. That's crazy. And then <laughs> I love how he's he's like, all right, have it your okay. way. I like your cooking. I like your cooking. <laughs> there is interesting humor kind of like Wake just farts all the time. Um, that's where I knew I was going to like this film. Yeah. The first fart. But like those, like that scene was just the delivery. Willem Dafoe is just so good. And like, mm -hmm. so it, 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 it can be hard to follow. It can. <clears throat> but it's like, you know, like he's like, when he starts saying, like, not even a piece of you will be left. Like, you'll mm -hmm. be forgotten. It's like, good Lord, man. Yeah, because he didn't like his lobster. And so there's this interesting... <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but this is interesting, like, uh, they're both, like, trying to assert their power, their yeah. dominance. Yeah. And there's that one scene where, like, they're both hammered drunk, and they're, like, slow dancing. And mm -hmm. then they almost kiss. They do. And then they fight. Yeah. And it becomes, like, a joke after that. They're, like, they, like, punch, and then they're, like... Because he, like, backs up, and he's, like... He puts his hands up, and uh -huh. then they, like, fight for a second, they, and then they laugh. They legitimately they? fight, don't they? I think so. Because that's when he almost kills him, and then he becomes the dominant one and turns... That's a, that, that that's after the kiss scene? I, I'm, I, I'm almost I certain, because they almost kiss, and then they, like, put up the fists, and they start, like, fighting, and then it becomes, like, a real fight. He throws him on the ground, and then he starts seeing Ephraim, and he sees, like, uh, uh, murking... <laughs> Proteus, yeah. Proteus wake. Right. Um, and all all this stuff happens, and then he's just like beating, he yeah. sees the mermaid, uh, and he starts like beating the crap out of him. He's like, you're killing me, you're killing me, and then he backs off, and then that's when he's like bark, bark like a yeah, dog. Yeah. He's like, ruff, And ruff, then uh, uh, he, he essentially puts a leash he, on he, like, him. breaks him, and mm -hmm. he and then, so then wake is the submissive one. Right. Um, and after being called dog for so long, like he right. makes him act like an actual dog. Yeah. Uh, which was just also just so fucked up. Like, yeah. But for some reason, I didn't question it in the movie. I was like, okay, yeah, this is... I wanted to talk about... Because Robert Pattinson's brilliant in this film. But yeah. but Willem Dafoe and like... Okay, so that, that monologue that we were just discussing. Yeah. But also, when he walks him out and he's burying him alive and he's giving another monologue, the, the, the Promethean curse. Yes, yeah, right? Um, He's eating dirt. He's eating dirt. Like, it's so well done. And he's yeah. li literally having dirt thrown on his face as he's yeah. giving this monologue. How many takes do you think they did? And like, yeah, and like you had like, obviously he had to agree to that, but he's like, uh -huh. yeah, throw dirt on his face. And, it's and he, like, he got it in his eye at one yeah. point, and he wasn't like trying to get it out. You could tell he's like, <laughs> it was bothering yeah. him. You well, know, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just he's so he's, great. He's incredible, man. And then there's like, the sexual tension's interesting because it's highlighted by that one shot that you sent me, which is an almost shot for shot copy of um a painting called hypnosis by sasha schneider okay and it, and it shows in the film it's wake he's he's nude mm -hmm. uh and he's looking at um uh tom and his eyes like shoot a beam of light yeah and it like entrances man it is like a a greek painting yeah Exactly. How, how chiseled <laughs> Willem He's Dafoe 64 is. He's 64 or 5, I think. Oh, <clears throat> um, goodness gracious. But it's this interesting thing where it's like he's drawn in, and that could be that could be the, you know... The, the light of knowledge from the lighthouse exactly. like coming through his that eyes. Could be the light, because there's a scene where 
my goodness, there's an actual scene where... Which also, like, doubles as, like, he's, like, towering over him, and the light is a part of the phallus, which is masculinity, yes, like, all this stuff, exactly. right? Because there, there's an actual scene where, like, Willem Dafoe, like, Wake is naked at, at the top mm-hmm. of the light, standing, like, that way, facing out. And right. so it's, it's just, like, a manifestation of that exact thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, I don't know. It's just this... Cr- it's just so interesting. Let me... Re- Read something. Read something. Um, there's a thing where it says... Uh, I would love for you to do <clears> that. I think this is actually Willem Dafoe saying this, like what explores to, to like be a, a, a man. And he says they have a sense of guilt and of wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's g- kind of got roots and it's about masculinity and domination and submission. Uh, <clears throat> and so it's a and it's just about this like struggle between... And there's even a theory too where it's like there's a theory that, that they're the same person. Mm-hmm. So it could even be, be viewed as this like internal struggle between like yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's just it can go on and on and on and on. Yeah. It's just it's just so good. It's so deep and it's so layered. I it, can't even it's like it's incredibly layered. Um go on. Do we want to talk about the the scene where uh Tom is trying to escape? On the boat, and oh, wake, yeah. wake comes out with the axe and just like starts chopping the boat to pieces, and then <clears> he <throat> runs back inside, um, and somehow Tom incapacitates him, right? But then that's another instance of the gaslighting where he's like, "You destroyed the boat. Yes. Why did you destroy the boat? Yes. It was like those little details were so interesting, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but I also loved how like because a film, this film, and I. I'm a good friend of mine at work, Matt Scruggs, uh, who's a director, um, who I, I wanted to originally when we did this film, I wanted to have him on because he is—he's like obsessed with this movie. Mm-hmm. I heard him saying like, Eggers like use like a period, uh, correct like f- camera for this, all the film, like all this crazy stuff, and the way that he shot it, and I think of that scene where like, it's not some like jump scare horror like oh he's running with an axe like mm-hmm. you see him in the background just running up right coming. Um, but it's like you can't believe that he would actually do it. Yeah, it's like you know? this weird, like that makes it almost scarier yeah. kind of weird thing. Just like how when he comes back from like being buried for, uh, in the dirt, he just mm-hmm. sort of walks in the room with an axe. He's like... Yeah, and you, you see know? him. And it's not like some like, whoa, it's just like, oh my God, like he's here. He's here. Um, but I thought that that scene was was great because that's another huge like dialogue, you know, heavy moment where, where the whole, I mean, the whole movie is. But he's saying like, yeah, he's, he's like, why Not would you... Not the first 30 minutes. There's barely any talking. True. But, like, when he's like, why would you destroy our boat? Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? And it seems like there's moments where, like, is 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 that where Tom, like, he begs? He gets on his knees and he's like... It seems like he doesn't... He doesn't Please even let me he, see the light. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because because that's the the day after he spills the beans. And you hear, oh, yeah, you hear yeah. One of the phones like, you spilled the beans. Yeah. You spilled He's the like beans. He's like echoed like across. The beans. Um, the spice, the beans. The spice, the spice. You spilled the beans. Um, like a spice. But it's the next day, and then he he's like, I was trying to escape... Why did you destroy the boat? And he's like, "What do you mean? You're the one who destroyed the boat, and also yeah. you spilled the beans." Yeah. <laughs> like he says it again, you know, spilling your beans. Um, it's just like y- you can see Tom, like just like his mental state is just mm-hmm. crumbling, you know. Yeah. Um, and he becomes obsessed with like he needs to know what's in this light, mm-hmm. and that's like the answer to everything, and it becomes his like in end goal. 
Um, it's such a tragedy, too. He also throws shit on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when he did that, I was like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you can tell the wind's yeah. going that way. He just screams. screams. He's got shit all over his face. Yeah. Um, that was the day he saw the mermaid out in the... Right? Because he had shit on him, and then it started raining, and then he saw the mermaid with the seaweed all over, and then he ran back in, and he was freaking out. And he Wait, was no, like, no, keep I doing th- your job. Also, you smell like shit, remember? I can't remember. I thought, I'm I pretty thought sure. the shit scene was like later on in the movie. Um, I, think I it could is. be wrong. Anyway, yeah, go on. I could be wrong. What, um, what was I going to say? Oh, it, it's, it's such a tragedy near the end because, um, unless I'm wrong, which it sounds like I could be, uh, once... He kills Wake. Yes. I'm pretty sure the storm's done. Like, it's calm. The wind is over. He okay. could he could realistically, like, wait it out for someone to come. But he can't stop that urge to find out what's in the lighthouse. Like, yeah. you know, and, and see what that is, right? Yeah. And so, he flies too close to the sun. He does. Like Icarus. It's just... And Prometheus. Also, did you notice that he and got hit in the back with an axe and like didn't even like phase him? Well, he d- couldn't use that arm anymore. Well, no, I know, but like he wasn't. He was just like, ah, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, so there's one point in the film where he says to Wake, "It's like you're not even human anymore," which could be an allusion to or like alluding to the fact that maybe he's not. Maybe he's, he's Proteus. Proteus, right? <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it seems like he's also losing his humanity as the as the film goes on. Yeah. And so by that point, what I've got out of that is that he's not human anymore. You know, he's just there. There. <laughs> or maybe that was his immortality because he's a Promethean fi- figure at this point. He's been cursed. Maybe, yeah. And so, like, he feels the pain, but he can still do things. What do you think know. he was trying to say with that ending? So he, he falls down. He falls down the staircase, which mm-hmm. presumably kills him because he falls down the entire thing. Right. Um, but then we cut straight straight from that to him outside. Him like you know, strewn across these rocks, and his like eye is like weird looking and disfigured, mm-hmm. and his gut is cut open, and his like intestines are spilling out, and these right. birds are eating his his innards, and he's moving, he's alive. Mm-hmm. So it's a literal like. Manifestation of like what happened to, to uh, Prometheus. Prometheus. So like, what do you? Yeah. So if we to say if we take Willem Dafoe's character as Proteus, is that Proteus? Right? Yeah. Proteus, who is a god, who is like a guardian of the flame, and we have uh, Robert Pattinson's Tom as this flawed human, who's trying to steal that flame of knowledge or power or whatever it is. In yeah. And bring it to human. That's like what the the myth of Prometheus is. And so the punishment for that crime was that he was bound and uh, an eagle, which was the symbol of Zeus, which is who he stole the flame from, was picking out his innards. And in this case, he's not bound, but it's the seagulls, which Mm -hmm. which are, you know, like symbolic of the sea and Proteus, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. They're the, the, the souls of dead sailors, right? Yep. So it seems like it's very, like, not to say it's on the nose, but, like, yeah. it, it, it lines up very well. Yeah. So that's what I see. What do you see? No, yeah, I was just, uh, it's just his, like, it's his, he, the eternal punishment. Yeah. You know, of, which kind of comes back to this, this, it's very common in myths and even biblical references where it's like, 
if you if you know too much, you know, like the tree mm-hmm. of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. Right. You know, they they took from this tree. Now they're cursed for all eternity. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just this fascinating concept of like. <sighs> Should you should you have everything you want, you know? Like, should you know every like how much? Because knowledge is good. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is, you know, something that we strive for. Mm-hmm. But it's like. But you know what the Rolling Stones say? You can't always get what you want. I mean, yes, they say that. But like, what else <laughs> were you gonna say? Because <laughs> uh, you said, can you always yeah, get what you and want? So it's and, like, and the Rolling Stones would say no. It's sort of. But if like, you try sometimes, you get what you need. Well, you might find. It reminds me of this thing that I saw. You get what you need. And it, thank you. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was who was it? Well, it was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Larry King. Uh, and they were like asking he, Tyson asking like, if you could live forever, would you? And he was like, yes, of course. And he was like, no. You know, like it's that knowledge that we're gonna die that makes life worth living. All those kind of things. And so it's like. So you think if you if you could live forever, you would just be like. Gorging yourself on unhealthy food and staying at home and not doing anything? No, but it's like, <clears throat> there's a song by Jason Isbell called If We Were Vampires, and it's like, it's that knowledge that it's it's not forever that makes it urgent and makes it matter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like this sort of idea of like, at what cost is he trying to reach this goal? I'm not saying his goal was immortality, but it's like, this all-knowing thing, well, you got it, but now look at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look at you. And it's like if you, if you, I don't know. It's just it's a fascinating kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Do you think he can be saved? Because <coughs> you know oh, Prometheus, Prometheus was saved by uh, Heracles. Heracles? You mean Hercules? Heracles. It's the same person, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I guess it all depends on if that's if that's actually what's happening to him or if that's like metaphorical. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think he he could have been saved. Um, but I don't know. Like I feel like we still have barely even scratched the surface of this movie. You know what I mean? We've scratched quite a bit of surfaces. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Fine then. Um, I want to talk. I mean, about what else do we want to talk about? Like the lobster traps, or uh, the cistern with the blood in it, or. You mean like the one that had like the, the wasn't there a seagull in there? Yeah, that was like either dead or dying, but I think yeah. it cawed. It yeah, caw. Um, <clears throat> I just, I just love. I just, I don't know, man. Like the whole direction of this movie. What do you think of like just the, just the style of it? Just the like the the, the framing, the shot choices. Well, as you were saying, it was filmed using uh, period, like accurate. Cameras, right? I, I believe. You believe. I heard that secondhand, so I could be wrong, but I'm, I okay. think. Okay, so we don't know. <laughs> um, but the first shot we see of both of them, where they're looking directly at the camera, and it's just like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. And you find out that they're looking at the boat yep. that is leaving, I suppose, right? Yeah, yeah, because it just dropped them off. It just dropped them off, and the other people were yeah. on it, but I loved that shot. Um. I don't know. I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, but like <laughs> all but the also, framing, the 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 tracking shots where they're walking through the house oh, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like following them through and all those kinds of things. You know, I don't know all the fancy names for these shots, but yeah. I appreciate them. I, I loved the 
you, you mentioned I loved the uh, the final shot, not the final shot, but the, the shot of him at finding the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really appreciated how when he's like distorted, laughing and then yeah, screaming, like, and like and the the audio like clips, not just it, the audio but the video too, like, is, is getting really distorted. It's just blurring. It's just <clears throat> I don't know. Someone asked him like, um, "What did he see?" It's sort of like uh, was it Pulp Fiction? Where it's yeah, like, Pulp Fiction with, or uh, um, uh, Seven. Oh yeah, what's in the box? Although we <laughs> although know, we we know it's in the box. We know it's in the box. That, um, uh, but someone asked Eggers like, "What did he see?" And he was like, "I can't tell you." Or else the same thing would happen to you. So it's mm. it's really coy to be like, "Okay, well, this is up to you." Mm. So what did, what did he? Was he driven mad when he found that it was just a light? <laughs> but like seriously, like did he open it up and it's just a light, and then that breaks him? And he's like, "There's nothing here," you Maybe. know? Yeah. But the door did like open up for him. So was right. he in like a delusional state and like saw something? Mm-hmm. Could be anything. Could be anything. I don't know. Do you have anything else that you want to cover? We're no. at uh, 50 minutes, so we can. No, I mean, <sighs> this film's wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful um, film. Let me see what it's sitting at. I believe it was like 90%, 90% fresh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it says a gripping story, brilliantly filmed and led by a pair of powerhouse performances. Lighthouse established first establishes Robert Eggers as a filmmaker with exceptional talent. The audience score is seventy two percent, which is interesting to me. But I guess I can see it. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like a lot of symbolism in their films. They just yes. want like plot. Well, it's funny is that I was watching this and I was like, I don't think anybody besides Zach would like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this movie, but let me ask you the question. I'm about to pop the question. <gasps> okay. But is the lighthouse good. It is exceptional. Oh, it's very good. Oh, okay. How exceptional would it be? Exceptional enough that you would want to nominate it for any awards? So I'd say this might be nominated for the Golden Good Award. Ooh, what? second ding, nomination. Ding, ding, ding. What was the, the first one? Was it everything, everything everywhere? everywhere all at once? Or <laughs> there's this this video that I found on Twitter that this guy was in the theater and he was like, y'all, I'm here to see. (laughs) (laughs) It was like everything all at once, everywhere, all at the same time or something like like that. Let me find it because you actually texted it to me. Um, Oh my goodness. Also, uh, we have to find, so it was, that was the first one that was nominated, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything all at once, all at the same time, everywhere. (laughs) Um, we we need to keep track of um, our golden good nominations. Our golden good nominations. Yeah, we can keep track of that. Uh, so we got everything everywhere all at once, and now the lighthouse nominated for golden good. Uh, who do we have in the running for the? Um, <laughs> hold on, wait. What what do you call it? We wanted an equivalent for bad movies. Uh, <laughs> the stupid, a stupid butthole stinky bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the other award. Morbius. Uh, Mor- no, <laughs> no, not, not Morbius. Okay, we can nominate Jurassic Morbius, World? but Morbius is not going to win. Uh, Jurassic World is definitely nominated for a, a stupid butthole, <laughs> stinky, stinky bad, bad. award. <laughs> we have to we have to do the awards at the end of the year, and we're only doing them for 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 this films that we've seen this year. Right? Yes, okay. yes, not this is not like all time. Um, anyway, you know that somebody in the world did not like this movie. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our next critically acclaimed segment. Okay. What is it called, Zach? (laughs) 
Every movie sucks. Every movie does suck. I found a few. I found some few. I found a few. <laughs> That's what it says. It's from Jafar O. Half star. I didn't understand shit. Maybe I'll give it another shot. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. That's, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's one. It's from Ness. Dumbass movie, bro. Waste of time. Mm. Uh, David S. says, this is a half star review. If you like watching actors struggle with really bad dialogue that's supposedly from the 1890s or Willem Dafoe starring, staring longingly into a light for minutes on end, then this flaming piece of shit is for you. <laughs> wow. Pretentious drivel that doesn't even begin to describe this woefully underplotted and underwhelming flick. Yawn. Save yourself and watch It Follows if you want to be shaken. I actually have heard that It Follows is very good. Okay. In his defense. Uh, this is a couple of half stars. We don't defend him. I'm, well, I'm saying, okay, fair. A couple of half stars just because they're quick. Uh, first one says, shit movie. Uh, <laughs> this one says, in all caps, total fucking bullshit. <laughs> Man, uh, people are very passionate about when they when they dislike a movie, aren't they? Very, very passionate. A couple and more. Let's Andrew K says, this was a movie. The visuals were what kept me for the movie. Such a beautifully shot film, but I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> wow. Um... Let me see here. <laughs> this is uh, the Urkin half star. Mm-hmm. Bro, this movie is butt. It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, here's a good one. Okay, this 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 can be my uh, my last last one. There's one more, but I believe it's um, way too long. Actually, here's one that says this was awful, and I wish I had just gone and seen Midsummer again. I've actually heard that Midsummer is really good, too. I've heard that as well. Um, this says, holy shit, actually the worst film I've ever watched, and I do not say that lightly. I almost cut off the friend who showed me this <laughs> because his criminally bad taste. I do not think I can give a zero star, but I wish I could. All right. Okay. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Uh, all righty. Any other ones? Nope. This one says, got bored and left. Which, honestly... These kind of reviews are not surprising uh, with a film like this. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, guys. Lighthouse, it's a, it's a, it is uh, an exceptional film, uh, and it is the official second nomination for the 2022 Golden Good, Golden Good Award. Award. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited to do that episode. It's gonna be We're going to film that. We're going to have to find a way to film that. Maybe we can do it at my office mm-hmm. if we don't have a house by then, which we hopefully we do. Or we'll a bow tie. We need to wear suits. Yeah, we need to like s- construct some type of award to mm-hmm. like present. Do you think anybody will listen to this, to, to, to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I do. Good. So you are going to you're going to craft the Golden Good Award. I want to craft the stupid butthole stinky uh, bad award. Whiskey's back, but you can do that. It's gonna be a toilet bowl. Toilet. Bowl. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, but like a brown one. It's almost ten o'clock. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> Time to wrap, 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 wrap it, it up. It is actually time for uh, the shindigs. It's time for the news. Time for the news, yeah. The news, yeah. Actually, I have a lot. boo It's from Harry Styles' new album. Mm-hmm. Whiskey Baby. Okay. Um, here we go. Got a lot. A lot of news. A lot of news. Uh, speaking of Harry Styles, uh, the first trailer for My Policeman came out. Mm. It's an LGBTQ love triangle. It's a book. It looks very good. 
Uh, Zach Efron will be making his A24 studio debut as a member of the Von Erich wrestling family in a movie called Iron Something. Okay. okay. Um, the first trailer for Anna, Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe's film, the film's called Blonde, that mm-hmm. dropped. Looks very interesting. It's a very interesting take on kind of her story. Yeah. Uh, apparently Marvel is developing a Wonder Man show yeah. for Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, Lightyear Certified Fresh. Mm-hmm. Good for it. It's Pixar. I was not interested in it, but it's Pixar, so I assume it's going to be good. Uh, Netflix is creating a real-life squid game, like game show. Um, but Back up. I don't think people are going to die. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matilda is becoming a musical. What is? Matilda. You know what else is going to be a musical? I'm getting there. Uh, in bigger news, uh, we're getting a Paddington 3. <gasps> we haven't seen the first two. We haven't, but apparently they're incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knives Out sequel finally has a title. It's called Glass Onion. Yeah. Uh, Avatar the Airbender is getting a trilogy. I think they're live action. They're going to make give a shot of those. Um, movies? Movies. And they're also doing a, uh, like a like a show. Okay. Uh, speaking of shows, HBO has ordered a Batman Azteca animated show, which is like a, a Batman that's, uh, I believe they're based in Mexico, and it's like an Aztec type thing. That's even in that. Uh, the... Dakota Fanning and Denzel are reuniting for the first time in like 15 years for The Equalizer 3. Ooh. Zach got that. Uh, Anandamus got that. Let's see. First look at Ken and Barbie. Yeah. Which I think is going to be very interesting because that's... Um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie. And then who is directing it? She did Little Women. Greta... Greta... Van Fleet. Y- no. Greta... <laughs> I've I don't know. Sorry, name, you're the news guy. A great director. Um, so I'm actually very interested to see about see how that one turns out. Uh, and then here's some DC news that should ruffle some feathers. Not ruffle some feathers, but it's very interesting. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Anyway, um, Joker Two is apparently casting Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, and is set to be a musical. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. No. <laughs> so I didn't really want a Joker 2, but I will oh, say... Oh, Greta Gerwig did Lady Bird? Oh, I fucking yeah. love that film. Yeah, she's great. Um, <clears throat> I didn't want a Joker 2, but I... The more I think about it, the more I think this actually could be a very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Because music played a big role in the first film. Like, there's the scene where he goes in the bathroom and he's, like, doing, like, the metamorphosis dance. Yeah. So if there's moments like that, but in song, in, like, a detached state of mind... Yeah. You know, I think it could be. I think it could be really fascinating. But if it's a true musical, that's gonna be. It's gonna be well, you don't like musicals, <laughs> so <laughs> there is that. Um, I do not. I don't like. I don't like film musicals. I'll go to the theater. <coughs> I get that. Why not? I'm curious to see what this becomes. Okay. I think it could be something really interesting, Me but too. also it could be really something really stupid. Yeah. Uh, in more interesting DC news, and it's actually quite serious, is that Ezra Miller has gone off the deep end, my friend. Uh, so he's currently <coughs> like on the lam mm-hmm. for grooming allegations. Uh, he's, he's, he was like taunting police he, like, earlier yeah, this week. He taunted police in his Instagram, then like the latest account. Mm-hmm. It just came out recently that uh, that it's not been confirmed by Warner Brothers, but like an insider saying that after the flash, he's, he's done. done. Which, frankly, man, like I don't blame them. Well, a lot of people are upset that they're not just like either canceling the flash or replacing him. 
Yeah. It's in post-production, which I understand. It's done filming. There's, it's $200 million. Like, I get putting the movie out. $200 million I, was I the budget? It might be that. At least at least 100 That's a lot. Of, well, okay. Well, there's a big difference. There is. I, I think I saw 200 I don't know. Okay. But it's... And it's like the linchpin of like the universe going forward because it's bringing back Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it does suck, man, because like, you know, Ezra fought hard for this role and you got Affleck coming back for Batman and it's being totally overshadowed by, he's just got, he's just, it's t- like he needs to get His help. Antics. He needs to get help. He really does. And it's sad, you know, like it's really sad that this is happening. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, even at this point, like he needs to kind of probably be... Unless a drastic change happens between now and the film releases. Did you say a drastic? Drastic. Jurassic. Jurassic. A Jurassic change. Unless a big change happens but mm-hmm. between now and, and then, I think it, it think it's good that he's prob- mm-hmm. probably done. Anyway, that's happening. The last news I have is not even movie news, but Beyonce has announced her seventh album. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Queen B. Oh, it's coming out soon, isn't it? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Excited. Anyway. That's the news. Excited for that. There's that news, was yeah, the news. Yeah. It's time for whiskey shots. You know, you brave minute. Oh, brave minute. So the Braves went on a wonderful, wonderful 14-game winning streak. 14 games. Uh, they were coming up against the Cubs, who had lost their last 10 games, and there this was not a good combination. There was not. There, there was no way that they were going to lose to the Cubs, right? Yeah, there was. Well, they dropped two games to the Cubs. Yeah. They also wasted Charlie Morton's best game of the year. Yeah, he he was lights out. He yep. set like. Uh, it was the most strikeouts he had had this this season, yep. and he had his stuff that day, yep. and he didn't get the run support. The other guy had their stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would never want to play a team that's lost ten games in a row. Why? Because they're due. Okay. You know what I mean? well, the Angels had lost ten in a row, and then they lost eleven. Yes, and then but they then, lost twelve. But then, but I'm saying like like on a long. Losing streak. You know what happened after that? They lost their... They oh, you want to hear more Braves news? Yeah. My Olsen jersey finally came in. Heck yeah, tight. Yeah. Is it the white one? Is it red? It's is the white. Is it the gold series? No, it's not uh, because he wasn't He wasn't on the team. True. So it's just uh, a, it's just an Olsen jersey. We, we did lose Ozzy though. Yeah, he broke his foot, <coughs> uh, fractured his foot. I'm glad that's all that happened Me because too. when I saw the replay, it looked like there was some snappage or some poppage in yeah, his Achilles, Achilles area. Uh, so we're, we're very thankful that that wasn't it. He's going to be out for a couple months. Um... I've seen that uh, Mike Soroka is doing some, you know, sessions, like nice. throwing sessions. Nice. Um, they're thinking that at some point he'll he'll go on like a was it like thirty day rehab with AAA or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, he'll probably be back sometime after the All Star break. Um, Eddie Rosario is throwing balls and hitting again, so yeah. his eye might be getting. Hopefully, he's getting better. Yeah. You know, don't know. Where what, he's gonna go? Yeah, where he's gonna go because, because Harris is killing it. Michael Harris is killing it. I know that if he can hit, um, and Adam Duvall continues to struggle, uh, that's where Eddie Rosario was was on on that side Left of the field. field. Yeah. So you know that's an option, but we'll see. But we'll see. you know, things are looking up. Uh, we were ten and a half games back from the Mets, and now we're five and a half. You know, progress. Progress, cool. which is where we were at this point last year, but we're playing better. Than we were last year, true. You know, which could be a good thing because it means that our ceiling is higher, or it could be a bad thing because it means that there's less room for for growth. And last year there was significant growth, so like, yeah. where do we go? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, but go Braves. Well, Zach, that was very brave. Bravest thing I've done all week. There it is. Whiskey shots. Um, yeah, she's chilling. You know, we talked about the bad news that we got this 
earlier on the show. Um, and it, it is tough. I got to admit, like, you know, it's tough. I hold her and I feel her mass and it makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm going to call my, my, my brother tomorrow and talk to him about that and kind of see what the options are. Yeah. Um, I'm really trying hard not to kind of kick myself about, like, it, had I caught it sooner, you know, like yeah. all those things because I feel like I could have. Yeah, but you can't do that. But man. there's no way really knowing. Right. Like how, how deep into her body it really is. And you would talk to your vet, you know. Yeah. So. Um, but we'll see. She's a she's a sweet girl. Yeah. So, give us give her a good theme song. Whiskey shots, whiskey shots. Yeah. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Yeah. All right, cool. Um. Next week we're gonna have a special guest. Oh yeah. Uh, Jordan Petty. Jordan Petty. Uh, he's a coworker of mine at Between Pixels. Uh, he's, he's a really cool dude. He uh, actually requested this this film, mm-hmm. Men, which looks wild. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be seeing that this week and then doing that next week. And uh, yeah, and then we'll be shooting out our uh, schedule for July here in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Next yeah. Like week and a half, I guess. If you have any requests for July, please let us know. How do they do that, Hunter? Uh, you can say hello or send us anything you want at biigpodcast at gmail.com. That is biigpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at biigpodcast. That is yep. at biigpodcast. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to Hunter over on the Instagram. Where can they find you over there? At uh, But Is a Good Podcast. That is at But Is a Good Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Please leave a review. That actually helps out a lot. Tell us what you think, and uh, tell us what you want us to review <laughs> going forward in the, in the future. Yeah, uh, whatever Jack said. Say hello. <laughs> um, what films do you want us to do? What films do you want to see? What uh, films have you liked? What would you nominate for your Golden Good Award? Mm. Uh, but please, yeah, take a few minutes. Please review. Leave uh, leave a, a, a you know rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps us helps us helps us out a lot. Uh, Spotify. You could leave one on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Well. Um, you can leave r- ratings on Spotify <coughs> now. Follow and and rate on Spotify and Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Go Braves. Go Braves. All right. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah. 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 We're testing the mic, yeah. I told you, you said, honey, we we may be through. You'll You'll never hear me complain. Because I've got friends in lower places. The whiskey whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. I'll be okay. On social graces, but I've been found now to the oasis. Honey, I got friends in low places. I might work.